Hello and welcome to Fanda Fiction. Today I'll be reading the fourth chapter of Killed by Kindness by Ali Cat Ready to Write over on Wattpad. This chapter is called I Think You Broke My Heart Again. The trigger warnings for this chapter are abuse, unsympathetic pattern, brief mention of choking. This is a bit of a rough chapter and if it's too much you can skip it. <clears throat> Deceit had a happy but relaxed look on his face as he sat around the picnic table. He was idly listening to the twins and Virgil talking about the new Pixar movie. Rome was talking about the good message and the animations and was bitching just a tad bit about the bad parts, while Remus was coming up with all the ways to, the film could have been much better in his opinion, aka bloodier. Virgil was trying to make the message, as dark, the message seem as dark as possible without as possible just to annoy his fiance. The sun was out and it was nice to just to sit with friends and relax. He was absolutely exhausted, but he'd much rather be here than take a nap. Patton was sitting right next to him on his left and Logan was on his right. Suddenly, he felt a hand grabbing the top part of his thigh. He tensed, but calmed down a little bit when he realised it was just his boyfriend. Dissie wanted to move his hand away, but he always grabbed on hard and joked about it when they were home. So he didn't even say anything about it. Deceit stared into the table with shame took over. He hoped no one saw it. He knew if they did, Patton would joke about it being Dee's idea. He kept zoning out in and out of the conversation. He wanted to listen, but he was so tired. He'd been woken up again last night. And then he was scared to go to sleep. He didn't want to wake up to his mouth being used for its only purpose again. Eventually, he fell asleep just for a moment and his head slammed down into the table, which got everyone's attention, to say the least. Are you like good? Virgil asked. He did a thumbs up while trying to rub the sleepiness out of his eyes. Patton laughed. Cutie, didn't I tell you to not stay up all night playing that silly mobile game? He tilted his head while smiling. Right, whoops, didn't think about that, he lied. Everyone went back to the conversation and Deceit went back to being tired. One second he was sitting up, the next he was laying with his head in Logan's lap. Dee's usual had been taken off and the nerd was running his fingers through his hair. He knew Patton wouldn't like it, but Logan was so comfortable and soothing and safe while he was so exhausted. Static was filling his brain and he couldn't fight it anymore. He saw Logan flash him a smile before his eyelids closed. When he woke up again, he was sitting in the front seat of his boyfriend's car. They were moving and he had his seatbelt on. Great, you're awake. Logan carried you to the car since we all thought if you're so tired. We might as well make you sleep at home, he explained, not taking his eyes off the road. Oh, uh, oh right, Deceit mumbled out the reply. It was quiet for the rest of the ride home. It was a tense kind of quiet. The snake could feel it. He knew he'd done something wrong. His mind wondered which lies he could use to ease the lesser, but he just shook his head to get away with them. It was fine, he told himself. He was just paranoid. Patton was still quiet as he entered the apartment. He calmly pulled off his jacket and hung it up and waited for his boyfriend had done the same. He smiled as he leaned closer and kissed him. Deceit's back got pressed again into the wall as their lips met. Patton moved his hands up around his waist while the snake laid his arms around his shoulders to move him closer. He closed his eyes and let the moment melt away into one of total bliss. Unbeknownst to him, the man's baby blue eyes got small and cold as the kiss continued. Patton broke apart from the kiss and put on a hurt look. Without a word, he walked away and sat down on the couch. Deceit leaned over the sea cushions and wrecked a quick kiss against his neck. What is it, darling? he asked between kisses. You were thinking about someone else while kissing me, weren't you? 
I get it, really. I mean, that explains why you didn't want to. Please do. Let us leave that to last night. I was tired, simple as that. I don't always have the energy to do whatever you want. Deceit sighed while pinching the bridge of his nose. Oh, so I have to try to do everything to make you happy, but you don't do the same. Patton shot his arms out as his volume rose. You don't even have a job. How can you even be tired? That is absolutely what I said. He grumbled out the lie while ignoring the fact that it was Patton who made him quit his, quit his job so they could spend more time together. I mean, I keep this place clean. I cook every day. I work. But apparently I have to be perfect. You already are perfect. If you were tired, I wouldn't make you do anything you didn't want to either. Ignore the fact that the other man wouldn't do the same. He ignored the memories of waking up to hands or against his. How am I even supposed to trust you when all you do is lie? I mean, it's obvious you're interested in someone else, Patton exclaimed while standing up. It's definitely not like I'm allowed to talk to people without you getting jealous, to see argued back. D.R., please don't talk to people. You're one step away from sucking food waste from their mouths. Oh, Oh, so you first get annoyed over me saying no last night, but now you're annoyed over me being light on foot. Maybe try deciding on one thing. It's a diff it's it's a difference between me being annoyed over my boyfriend apparently not wanting me, and you first coming back from Logan much later than you were supposed to, and now he fell asleep in his off. I mean, it's obvious you love him more than me. Darling, you should get help because this paranoia isn't doing anything good for you. Deceit couldn't help but be salty. The only reason I'm paranoid is because all you ever do is lie. Patton was nearly yelling. I literally can't help it. I am trying not to. See, I definitely couldn't stop that. No, 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 you disgusting, worthless liar who's made everyone believe that. You have everyone wrapped around your finger and one day you'll turn them against me. I just know it. But I love you so much I can't leave you. The argument went on and on, and there didn't seem to be any end of it. There never seemed to be an end. Patton went backwards and forwards to cough the carpet while yelling, while the seat stayed and leaned back on the couch with his arms wrapped around himself. He would flinch when it got too loud, and for good reason. Don't you understand that you hurt me? Patton shouted. At least I don't hit you! Deceit yelled back. He took a step back as he immediately knew he'd gone too far. He flinched away just in time so the green-faced Patton through didn't hit him is that what you're telling the others my friends are you lying to them behind my back he cried out as tears formed in his eyes no no i'm sorry i, I would never deceit desperately answered no one would ever believe you you do realize that right he bit off i'm innocent and good and everyone knows that you're just a rotten liar i know but but i can't keep being with you if you keep hurting me like this like this like this Patton yelled it out. You're the one hurting me. You're always accusing me of something. You never do anything to make me happy. And now you don't even want to be with me? This time, Patton, this time when Patton threw a cup, deceit wasn't fast enough to move. Hit him right over the right eye before falling down on the floor and shattering just like his head had shattered so many times. Deceit was unable to move as what happened slowly became real to him. He moved his hand up to his eye to try and feel what damage had been done this time. Are you going to clean that up or are you going to make me do it? Patton asked while watching on. Sorry, he mumbled out. He tried to pick up the pieces, but his hand kept shaking, making the dark, the sharp edges get stuck in his hands. Blood dripped out. You're going to get blood on the carpet if you continue, Patton commented while taking a brush and going to clean it up. Go wash it off. Sorry. It was seemingly the only thing he could get out. It's all right, love. You just made me so angry, but it's better now. I swear you could turn saints into sinners. He chuckled at the end. He caressed Deceit's chin as he said, I love you, before pressing a kiss to his eye.
love you too, he responded with a shaky voice as he stood up. He went to the bathroom. The water turned red as he washed his hands. The warm water made the wound sting. He took a cloth and wet it before pressing it to his eye. He desperately hoped it would make him wake up without a black eye. Deceit smiled into the mirror and practised the lies for tomorrow in case he had to meet up with someone, and they asked about the bruise. Oh, I dropped my phone on my face at like 3am. It's nothing. He shook his head before trying again. My boyfriend and I tried something new last night. He winked. He face-palmed at how horrible that lie was and how gross it made him feel. All this? I actually have a mental disorder that uh, makes me easily bruise. I walked into a tree and whoops, got a black eye. Deceit gave up. He let out a long sigh as he leaned onto the sink. All the energy had gone out of him. He looked up, instead of deciding to practice a few other lies. Of course, he didn't think he was lying. I deserved it, he said, while his fingers felt where the skin was already starting to bruise. It would have been worrying if he didn't allow me to leave the apartment or see my friends, but he does. It's not abuse. He shook his head. This is the time he lets me leave. I mean, if I have a good reason, at least. It's my fault. He had every right to do it. He doesn't hit me. He just gets uh, gets so emotional. And I love that about him. I love it more when he's overly happy, but this is just a part of him. He sighed before con once more but before he sighed once more before continuing. I wouldn't be a very good boyfriend if I didn't accept every part of Patton. He flinched when he saw the door opening through the mirror. His boyfriend came in and quickly pulled him into a hug. I'm sorry, cutie. Wanna watch some cartoons? I can get that ice. I could get some ice for that eye, he said while pressing a kiss to his cheek. Sure, thank you. He let himself be moved to the couch. The coldness from the eyes helped to ground him in reality, but it still felt like his brain was floating two metres from his body. When warm arms held him in a cuddle, he knew that technically it was his body being cuddled, but it all felt like a dream, a nightmare. His gaze kept going to the door, while his self-preservation yelled at him to leave, to run and start over somewhere else. But his self-preservation was stumped down by his loyalty, which yelled out just as loudly that Padden loved him and would hurt himself if he left. He couldn't hurt him like that. It all became such a loud blur, and he completely zoned out. He didn't even know what cartoon they were watching. He had actually tried to leave once. Around six months back, he'd quietly packed his bag and tried to tell his boyfriend that they were breaking up in the nicest way possible so they wouldn't get too sad. He planned what to say for weeks. Padden had taken it surprisingly well. He'd smiled and waved as he opened the door. The moment to see had turned round, had turned his back. A belt had been struck around his neck and he was pulled back in. He had gasped for breath while being dragged. The memory was hazy and fear made the situation blurry. There had been yelling and threats about hanging him with a belt and threats about Patton hanging himself with a belt and crying and it somehow ended with deceit soothing his partner. He'd woken up with ugly bruises around his neck that wouldn't disappear for weeks. Patton squished his cheek into his and hugged him tighter which forced deceit out of his memories. You know I would never hurt you willingly, right? He said with a smile while tilting his head. I know. The smile was so familiar, so usual that I didn't even think before saying it. Patton kissed him deeply, lightly pressing him down on the couch cushions. Dee's hand grasped the uncomfortable material to stop his body from tensing up. I love you so, so much, cutie, he exclaimed. You cannot even imagine. You're the love of my life. I'll never let you go. Deceit knew that it wasn't a lie. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Um, but I realised that I don't think I've mentioned this in any of the other episodes, so I'm going to mention it now. If you are in a toxic or abusive uh, relationship, whether it's with your boyfriend or anyone else, please cut ties. Get out of there and get yourself to safety.
do not allow I know how difficult it is to resist the manipulation because you feel like you're the one in the wrong but you're not okay if someone is doing something similar to what Patton did or any other form of abuse you need to look after yourself okay forget about the other person the other person is a bad person and they deserve to go to hell you however have a chance or you might not at the moment but you should keep trying to get out and get somewhere tell people don't be scared to get help because your safety is more important than the abuser's feelings if you ever need to talk i am here uh you can add my wattpad which is evacuate underscore feelings um and you can pm me and just say hey uh i really need to talk and i will happily say what's wrong talk to me i'm now in therapist mode i'd love to help um but yeah so i really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and i will be making more soon this is fandefines signing off bye